1: Hello! Hello. Welcome
0: to, <laughs> <Hello. laughs> to Outposts of Heaven, the podcast. Guys, this is Emily, and I'm here with my husband, Andrew.
1: Hi, guys, and it is day we've lost 579 now. of... I guess it's April now. Yeah.
0: It's I can't April 579th, it's April.
1: and uh, I don't remember how long we've been doing the quarantine files already. I don't even know. It's taking forever. This has been, like, the longest year ever. No,
0: but... I actually think it's gone by fast. Really? I feel like New Year's just happened. And it's that's already true. April. That's
1: true. I mean, like, in some ways, that's true. But think about how many things have happened since January.
0: Yes, absolutely. So many
1: things. Yeah. It has been a weird year.
0: Mm hmm. For sure.
1: So, <laughs> in line with all the weird, crazy stuff that's happening, we decided to bring on a guest.
0: Yeah, we have Andrew's dad here, Jeff. Hello, Jeff.
1: Hi, how are we doing?
0: Hi, Dad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we will probably just keep calling him Dad, but for all of you, his name is Jeff. Mm -hmm. Uh, And our topic today is kind of about all the crazy stuff that's going on. Uh, We are talking about being prepared, Mm -hmm. because we had a listener ask us to talk a little bit about that, Uh, and do you want to say something? Oh, I
0: was just going to say, but that topic's very, very massive. Yeah. And so today we're just going to focus in on 72-hour kits.
1: Yeah, so 72-hour kits... Uh, well, Dad, do you want to introduce what they are, why they are, sure, how they are? Well,
2: 72-hour kits are something that we've actually been um, exposed to for many years um, within our church. That's something that we've been encouraged to have is is a, a kind of a grab bag, uh, a go bag, where you can just grab it, and it's got what you need to survive for 72 hours in just about— any circumstance and so that's the reason it's such a big wide variety is because trying to decide what those circumstances are and what the different items that you need in the kit
1: yep Mm -hmm. so those people who generally have when you think of like people who have grab bags or 72 hour kits they're like spies um (laughs) crazy preppers the random people who still listen to the red cross and crazy Mormons, like those, like generally, those are the people that you think of having like those those kind of bags.
0: But everyone should have one.
1: Everyone should have them. They are super helpful, and we've used them before. And uh, it's I don't know, like the, if you look at most like preparedness organizations, they encourage you to have these. Mm-hmm. And so to kind of if you haven't had them, if you haven't had a seventy two hour kit before, um, we're going to kind of talk about it a little bit to kind of remove some of the weird vibes that you get because it's not or when you think about this because it's not just crazy preppers who should have or who do this like we all should do this
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's a really simple easy way to be prepared
0: yeah so a question that i have about 72 hour kits is when oh yes
1: scripture verse do we start off with let's, that
0: let's close with that
1: oh close with scripture verse okay we so, moving forward
0: so okay do you use your 72 hour kit expecting to come back to your home then like i guess i'm confused about in what circumstances you would need it
2: well i'll just say this you know we've we live in south louisiana and so we've been here for 23 years and we've evacuated several times for hurricanes mm. and that's one of the things we always grab oh okay just you never know Mm -hmm. you know we in new orleans many people did not come back to their homes Uh, we've always come back to our home and and with very minimal damage we've been very very fortunate very blessed in that in that aspect but you just never know i think you take it because your first focus is 72 hours when we leave we take more than our 72 hour Mm kits, but that is something we always grab
1: yeah in most uh disasters, most emergency situations will be like resolved within 72 hours or they'll either be resolved or you'll be able to get to a place where you can receive more help after the initial 72 hours. Mm -hmm. So, whether that means getting to additional family members or getting to a place where you can meet with your church group or getting to a government, uh, not rally point, but like meeting point, um, there are, the, the hope is that within 72 hours, the issue will either be resolved or... That will be enough time for other organizations or friends or family to mobilize and and provide the additional things you'll need after that initial 72 hours.
0: Okay, cool. So without getting so specific into what kinds of snacks, what are like the general categories (laughs) that you would want to include in that? Well, because I my first thing is like, well, if like the house was burning down, like I would run and grab. Photo albums and paperwork and documents and stuff. Should we be, like, making copies of those things so we can put them in those bags? Or is this really just, like, clothes and snacks or food?
2: Well, I think you might be talking two different things. Um, Maybe. We were talking earlier about having a packing list, an emergency packing list Mm -hmm. of the stuff. Okay, if we have to leave, what do we not want to lose in a worst case scenario mm-hmm. okay. and that's going to be a little bit different than a 72 hour kit it can be hand in hand it can be in the same bag you know what however you want to do it but i think a 72 hour kit is is more of the the basic survival I mean, we're gonna andrew's gonna go into that in a little bit he's got oh. some lists up the great thing about 72 hour kits is that they have become so popular that if you just do a simple Google search, you're going to find hundreds of different sites that have ideas and lists mm-hmm. and different things to put into their recommended recommended 72-hour kits.
1: Yeah, and and what we can do is there's um, lots of good lists. One that I really like is a, a list of proposed packing items for a 72-hour kit that was put out by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, and so I'm just going to go over like the... The Like
0: the main categories? Yeah, I'll
1: go over the categories and not really dive in too much.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, except for a couple of examples. So food and water. So trying to have a three-day supply to food and water. I think water is a difficult one because if you think about it, on average, just for drinking purposes, you need 64 ounces kind of as a minimum. Um, so if you have a family of four, that's mm-hmm. two gallons a day. And so that means you have to have... That's
0: like, a lot of water. That's heavy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and so that, that might not be something you keep in your actual bag, um, but... You, you need... If you don't have the water in the bag, you need water for your purification methods, whatever yeah. it is you want to use. Yeah, and it's also good to just have a couple of bottles bottles of water, right. because the ideal is 64 ounces a day, but you don't actually need to have that in order to right. last for three days. Yeah. Um, so food and water, this... Like, things that you'd be, that you'd be subsisting on... Uh, uh, ideally, you have things that will last a while. Um, you can. There are lots of really cool companies out there that sell pre-packaged or freeze-dried or those kind of foods if you want to have like actual meals. But things like canned tuna, Pop-Tarts, granola bars. We have some... Uh, Kasha.
0: What is that? Oatmeal.
1: We have like oatmeal <laughs> and that kind of stuff <laughs> in ours too. Uh, bedding and clothing. So making sure you have like, changes of clothes... Uh, make sure you have, like, a sweater, or, like, rain jacket, or, like, ponchos, that kind of stuff. Uh,
0: what does it mean by bedding? Like, like, sleeping bag?
1: Um, I mean, depends on, on how intense you want to, want to get with it.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I would say sleeping bag would be one of those things that's not actually in your 72-hour kit. It's on right. your, it's on your packing list.
0: So maybe, like, a blanket, then?
1: Yeah, having a blanket. Okay. So in ours, for example, we have, like, I think three blankets. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're really light blankets, so we can fit them all in one backpack. Right. Uh, next is fuel and light. Fuel and lights, so like uh, flashlights, lighters, candles, those kind of things. Um, equipment, so things like can openers, because if you have canned food in your bag, you need mm-hmm. to be able to open it. Mm-hmm. Um, radios with batteries, pen and paper, pocket knife, rope, duct tape, okay. axe, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so... Like, and you need to be looking at your own situation wherever you're at because, like, if certain materials or equipment will be necessary in certain areas, that won't be necessary for 72-hour kits in other areas. Okay. Um, Personal supplies and medication. So, look at, like, the medication that your family uses on a regular basis. Make sure they have that. Okay. Um, Toiletries, all those kind of good things. Uh, Personal documents and money. And so, uh, they... Advise that you have some money already in your seventy-two hour kits, but then having things like uh, like all like copies of the other papers you need, um, mm-hmm. and things that you need to have access on a regular basis to, or things you might not want to have in your seventy-two hour kit, right. uh, but you would want to take with you. Just have that on your on your packing list. That you okay. can grab really quick and try and keep them in like a central location. So those are just some quick ideas for about a seventy-two hour kit. But when it comes down to it, like you have to be very—you have to talk to your family because your family's needs are going to be very particular. Mm-hmm. So like, you want to talk about that a little bit, Dad? Like talking, um,
2: packing yeah, for it, families' needs. Packing for family's needs—it's—it's it's a an ever evolving and changing uh, aspect of seventy-two hour kits. We were talking earlier this morning about um, clothing. You know, mm-hmm. when your, your children are young, uh, you put the clothes in that they're, they're wearing, and you say, okay, we've got two, two or three cha- changes of clothes for each of the kids. Well, in a year, they're not going to wear those same size clothes.
0: And if you have a little baby, in two months, they could be... They could
2: yeah. be in different size clothes. Yeah. Diapers could be different sizes. You know, yeah. all of those things. Um, and so the, the, family's, the family's needs will change, I mean, constantly. And so that's where, and I think we'll talk about this in a bit, that's where we're reviewing... On a regular basis, your, your kit comes mm-hmm. into
1: play. Yeah. And I think uh, like along those lines, one easy little trick is to always pick clothes that are slightly bigger, like for you and for your kids. Okay. Because it's easier to wear clothes that are too, too big. big than they are for too small. Yeah. And this is, is like way. survival situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like in, in ours, we've chosen clothes that are durable and that would uh, be very now useful but like wouldn't necessarily be very fashion conscious right. which also makes it easier to like part with them say okay so like i'm not yeah. gonna wear these so,
0: so i'll put I'm it co- in my 72 hour kit yeah in hopes that i'll never see it again yeah
1: <laughs> so you have to like give up like a, a an outfit or two yeah. but you choose the ones that are more durable that you don't actually you probably don't wear every day
0: mm-hmm. that's a good
1: point
2: now one aspect about family planning for 72 hour kits that the, the um, maybe not be real evident is that uh, this stuff can get heavy mm-hmm. yeah. and it can get bulky. And so one of the things that we have done and and I recommend is that every person in the family has a separate bag mm-hmm. okay. and they don't have to have all of the things in the 72 hour kit in their bag, but they'll have their personal clothing. And then the other stuff will kind of be divided by the bags, you mm-hmm. know, so that they're easy. Everyone's, you just tell them, you know, in an emergency situation, everybody grab their 72 hour kit and
1: you just, and you, you, yeah. you go and with like with our kids, they're too small. I mean, like we could mm-hmm. potentially have like a small bag and like have some token things in there, mm-hmm. but it'd be really just to make them feel like they're carrying something, <laughs> right? And so for us, we have uh, we have it all consolidated into a few larger bags.
0: We have two large bags. You have
1: two large bags, and then we have a,
0: a medical bag. A medical bag. Do you want to talk about the medical bag real quick?
1: Yeah. Um, so like a first.
0: It's like a first aid kit, like a ginormous one. Yeah,
1: I have... (laughs) Dad and I have, like, some... He especially, but we have, like, some heavy-duty first Mm -hmm. aid kits because Dad's... In the medical, in the medical field, medical yeah. Medical field, so it's a little bit different. Do so you want to talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, uh, my actually my medical bag that I take with me is bigger than any of our seventy two hour kits. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, we're we're very prepared for just about anything um, from like, scouts fi- falling into the fire, which has happened, which has me. happened. Yeah. Um, good to story. pretty good gashes in the forest. You know, the, it also happened. Also happened, and me. we were prepared. You know, um, <laughs> so. Uh, not everyone has to have that big of a bag. Mm-hmm. You know, the basic first aid that you're going to need for 72 hours. Uh, and again, lists are abound online. The American Red Cross has some great first aid, you know, personal first aid kit lists that that are out there and they're not really expensive to put together. In fact, you probably have most people have a lot of those items in their home all mm-hmm. the time anyway.
1: Yeah. And again, it's going to be very specific to your family needs. So if you have a child who has who needs certain medications or is, mm-hmm. You know, like, we probably need to go through and put more Band-Aids and gauze in ours because our <laughs> daughter is so prone to falling and, like scraping her knees. Except
0: not because they're both scared of Band-Aids. So. <laughs> is
1: she scared of Band-Aids too? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: She let me put one once on her, but now she's she's kind of noticed that Hiram doesn't like it oh, when we look at Oh, and so
1: now she's little outshies, skittish.
0: And so now she just covers it with her hand. She doesn't want us to look at her knees or anything. Mm. She won't let us look at it. So... <laughs>
1: yeah so well, yeah just be aware we should
0: include band-aids anyway yeah it's something <laughs> yeah okay so lastly where do you think the best place to store them is I've heard lots of things. I've heard the garage, I've heard the car, like always keeping them in the car. But always that, keeping the that car. takes a lot of space.
2: Well, the, the problem with keeping them in a garage or a car, again, living in South Louisiana, is oh, in yeah. six months, the food you put in there is not going to be any good anymore. That's true. Yeah, it's too hot. You know, especially if you have snacks that have any chocolate or that type of thing in them, mm-hmm. so it's not going to work.
1: And um, our snacks have chocolate. We, yeah. we have
2: to have chocolate or <laughs> else it's not a snack. That's yeah. a meal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, the the best advice i've ever i've heard and kind of what we try and go by is have them somewhere number one that you know exactly where they are. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have to dig through a closet to find them.
1: So you don't let your teenagers be in charge of putting their right. own 72-hour kits away. <laughs>
2: and you want them you want them accessible very fast. Mm-hmm. You know, i heard one time you should have it in a, in a hall closet. We don't have coat closets in, in Louisiana, but in a closet close to the door. Mm-hmm. So in that emergency situation where you can grab nothing else, you can at least
1: grab yeah. those bags on your way out. Yeah. So we have ours. There's like a shelf in our closet and it's like our...
0: Well, our like, bedroom closet is right next to the garage door. Yeah. So that That's, looks that's, out that's well. where we have ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. One more thing actually is... Um, redoing them. I mean, we kind of referenced... Like,
1: how frequently we should How we visit frequently
0: them. we could visit them, depending on, like, how our children are growing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be smart to go through them every six months. That's how our family did it. Growing up, we would go through it every six-ish months. And we would make it fun by eating the snacks and replenishing mm-hmm. it. Um, I think it's a good idea. Maybe that's just because that's what we did growing up. But what do you guys think? How often should we be doing that, or...?
2: I think especially when the kids are young, it's more important to do it at least every six months. You know, mm-hmm, yeah. I think that's probably a, a good time frame. As they get older, the the needs and sizes and those things don't change. So unless unless you're putting food that can spoil or can go bad, you don't need to do it quite as often. I know mm-hmm. Andrew really likes to use the the, the freeze-dried... You know, emergency meals in in his seventy two hour kit. Mm-hmm. I'm more. Uh, I have some of those, but I like to keep foods that I eat regularly. Because right. like, it's just more comfortable for me. Yeah. Um, But but yeah, I think it it just depends on the needs of the family
1: again.
0: Okay.
1: Yep. I think uh, as with all things, the best way to decide these things is to not have you know just the dad decide because sometimes I've seen it where uh, the mom's like. Hey, you just decided I don't want to think about this, so you just take care mm-hmm. of this, or vice versa, or uh, it's just the parents deciding the kids aren't involved at all. Uh, and so I think the best rule of thumb is to hold what we call a family council. And so you get your family together uh, and you sit down, and you talk about it, and you say, okay, so this is what we need to decide. How frequently do we want to do this? Uh, what do we need in our 72 hour kids? Because as you get people more engaged, like they're all like all the family members will be committed to mm-hmm. it. Um, and
0: aware of what's going on and
1: aware of what's going on yeah. and I think that's this is not just saying like your immediate family but your extended family and uh, because in an emergency emergency situation uh, you're likely going to be helped by or have to help your extended family especially if you live in a um, you know, live nearby mm-hmm. uh, so being on the same page as everybody else uh, will Make it so all these like little questions, like how frequently do we need to like review what's in our uh, in our seventy two hour kits? What kind of stuff do we need in there? Uh, that's that's gonna help a lot.
0: Great, super,
1: cool. And you know something to say? Yeah, I just wanted to add one thing that's actually
2: kind of it's on topic, but we haven't really discussed it. It's uh, as far as what to to um, include the the list that I've looked over recently. They haven't been updated enough, and have not they don't all include. Um, uh, mention of our electronic devices and charging oh, yeah. of electronic devices, power banks, yeah, power banks, solar chargers, something. Because not only for our sanity, do especially with young kids, do we want to have some of those things available, mm-hmm. but also for receiving information. Yeah. You know, the most of the lists include a, um, a hand crank um, emergency radio, and that's great. But in today's world, if we had access to internet and if we had you know had those smartphones available, we can get information a lot faster. Yeah.
0: Right. Even like yesterday, I got a little ping on my phone from the government that our
1: stay at home order stay at home order
0: was extended to April thirtieth, and it like that is nice to know. And right. it will just ping; it will just go off. So,
1: yep. And so even if like commercial usage of of cell cell phones is down for whatever reason, like the government still has uh, systems in place to get those emergency information or mm-hmm. emergency notifications out. Yeah. Uh, and so if you don't have any electronic devices working. Uh, You're not going to be able to get that. So, including power banks, that's a good one. Yeah. And most, like I said, most of the lists I've seen don't have that, Mm -hmm. but they should. Yeah. Um, So I know that's like kind of a lot of freaky stuff. It's Mm -hmm. it's like kind of scary (laughs) to think. Okay, if I'm in a situation where I have to use a 72 hour kit, um, and those situations are very, very varied. They're extremely varied, and so you could it could be things like hurricanes or a house fire or say that we have to. I don't know, except for whatever reason, we just have to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, or wildfires. Again, I don't need to enumerate <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when you're prepared, you don't need to focus or you don't need to be so worried about dangerous things happen, mm-hmm. happening. Because you know that if it happens, you have a plan, it's going to be all right. right. And so once you do a little bit of pre-worrying, I guess, like <laughs> thinking about these bad things <laughs> happening and being prepared for it, you can just sit back and relax. Right. Um, and that, I think, is part of Heavenly Father's plan for us. Like, He doesn't want us to be lost in the moments of worry. He, mm-hmm. Everything about the gospel is, like, being prepared, like, preparing beforehand, doing a little bit of pre-worrying, and then not having to deal with, like, the complete uh, feeling of utter loss and uh, fear. And fear in those moments of, of danger.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and so kind of to go along with that, we have a great verse that we want to read. You want I to read will. That? Go
0: ahead. Yep. I tell you these things because of your prayers. Wherefore, treasure up in wis- treasure up wisdom in your bosoms. Let the wickedness of men reveal these things unto you by their wickedness in a manner which shall speak in your ears with a voice louder than which shall shake the earth. But if ye are prepared, ye shall not fear. Yep. Yeah.
1: So. We- so be
0: prepared. Make a 72-hour kit if you don't have one already. And if you do, maybe go take a look at it.
1: Yep, Heavenly Father wants you to feel peace.
0: Yeah.
1: And if you are prepared, you, you can feel that peace because you don't have to be overwhelmed by fear. And we have a promise from Heavenly Father in the Scriptures that if ye are prepared, ye shall not fear.
0: Yep. Perfect, perfect.
1: Awesome. Anything else? Okay.
0: Um, yes, actually, one more thing. Um, we're doing a giveaway on our Instagram, and it's ending to What day is today? Today's Friday.
1: Yep, so tonight. So
0: it ends tonight, Friday at midnight. So go ahead and hop on. We're giving away an Easter basket package thing, and it's all Christ-centered. We have um, two watercolor prints of Christ from my shop, Heaven Feels, and then a handful of stickers from Aspenwood Design. And they're really cool. They're, like, motivational s- stickers that you can put on your laptop or your water bottle. Which I love. They're really, really cool. They're really, cool. really cool. Really, really cool.
1: They're, like, you sometimes, sometimes you see, like, cool, like, sayings that put on scriptures. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, like, putting on, like, cool scripture-type sayings. Um, but then, like, the artwork is really bad or really dorky or yeah, cheesy. no, these this are This is amazing. not, like, this is, like, legit design. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, these are really great. And then a wood slice. It's hand-painted. Um, from Harlow and Bay And it says Hosanna on it And it's really really pretty
1: It's pretty sweet I really yeah. like it.
0: And then we're also From our shop Or from our
1: Podcast, podcast.
0: <laughs> We're giving away $25 gift card So hop on there It's at Outpost of Heaven On Instagram To participate In the giveaway Alright Yeah Hey
1: okay, guys Stay healthy Stay safe
0: Okay <laughs> Bye <laughs> Keep the
1: faith